0: This is the Zach Nevin Podcast, and today, this is my guest.
1: Annika Tucksmith.
0: So, hi, Annika. Hey, Zach. So, how did you start your creative journey? How
1: did I start my creative journey? Well, um, I've always been interested in art, and when I was in preschool, they had us all fill out our kind of future career plans, you know, make those little drawings showing what we wanted to be when we were older and i said that i wanted to be an art teacher and i got the preschool art award <laughs> and then here i am <laughs> like 20 years later
0: <laughs> so you're an art teacher now yeah so your dreams came true
1: my dreams came true
0: <laughs>
1: i think i forgot about those dreams for a while after preschool but they ended up coming back
0: <laughs> so, so did you go um Go to school for art?
1: I, yeah, I I didn't plan on it. I went to a liberal arts school and I I didn't think that I was going to major in art. Um, And when I was signing up for courses, they had you sign up for courses over the summer. And I didn't really realize it was a a competitive process to get into classes. And so I, you know, they announced the day and time that the courses were open to sign up. And I was waiting a few days and so a few days passed and I thought I'm probably going to be one of the first ones to sign up. And I go like everything that I was interested in was taken Mm -hmm. because little did I know everyone wakes up at like 7 a.m. and signs up for the courses immediately. And so I was like, whatever, nothing I want to take is open. So I guess I'll sign up for painting. And that's how I discovered oil painting.
0: Cool. Were you artistic at all in um, like middle school or high school?
1: Um, I, was, I was definitely had an interest in it, but in, in high school, I could never fit it into my schedule because I also did music. So it wasn't really until senior year when I, um, I put it into my schedule by taking it as an independent study, which means I didn't have a lunch period and I went <laughs> to the art room instead.
0: So do you have an MFA?
1: I do not. I only have my bachelor's degree.
0: Do you want an MFA?
1: Maybe someday. I I think I want to get my master's someday, but I'd I'd have to decide whether I want to get an MFA or my master's in teaching.
0: Oops. I'm bad at this.
1: (laughs) No, you're not.
0: So you you have not being uh, music. Are Uh you you musically inclined as well as painting? Um, Or is painting more your strong suit?
1: I think painting's more my strong suit, more than music. I definitely liked music a lot, um, but I think I was just better at painting than I was at music. And also music, I I used to play the saxophone, and my saxophone just eventually kind of fell into a state of disrepair, Mm -hmm. and it would have cost hundreds of dollars for me to – Get it fixed up, and so that kind of just solved that problem.
0: Since I know some of your family member, members are very artistic as well, are your parents <laughs> artistic? Did you grow up in a, in yeah. a household? Right.
1: They are, so my mom is, is was very visually artistic and I used to look at um, paintings and drawings that she did when she was younger and I loved them so much because they had like lots of fantasy elements in them. I thought they were so cool um, and when she got older, she said she switched to writing because she felt like she could express more in writing than she could in drawing and painting. When I was younger, I was annoyed by that because you know I couldn't read her writing but I could look at her paintings <laughs> And my dad was much more musically inclined. Um, you know, he used to play a lot of instruments when I was growing up. As a kid, he would play guitar, he would play piano. And I remember when he was younger, he was in a band with some friends. I remember a picture of him dressed up like Angus Young from ACDC.
0: Mm-hmm. So are you, do you consider yourself a full-time artist since you do art teaching as well? I
1: don't know. Um, I consider myself, yeah, I guess I consider myself, you know, in the arts full-time because I am an art teacher and I also have my own art that I do. Um, But I don't know. I would consider myself a full-time educator who also has an art practice.
0: (laughs) So as I know, you art is very realistic. Have you ever played with the abstract?
1: I, I have. Well, I guess by played with it, I mean I had abstract assignments that I had to do when I was in college. And I definitely struggled with those more than I did with, like, the realism because I found it very hard to know when things felt finished and when things were not quite at a done point yet.
0: And also when you're realistic stuff, it's very detailed. How long does it normally take to finish one of your pieces?
1: I think it usually takes around two to three weeks. Feels right. Um, sometimes it, if I don't do proper planning, it, it takes longer, but I've, I've learned my lesson. So I'm trying to plan things out a little bit more.
0: And you just use oil paint, right?
1: I mainly just use oil paint. Every once in a while, I'll do a piece in acrylic, but it's, it's primarily oil.
0: And how long does it normally take to dry? I, I've never played with oil before.
1: So it can take a really long time. I usually work with a walnut oil medium. So that helps speed the drying process a bit. Um, and yeah, so it usually, I usually leave it for a while before I put varnish or anything to you know help protect it.
0: Have you shown any of your art anywhere?
1: Yeah, I've been in some group shows. Um, I've been in some some local group shows i've been in some online group shows but i haven't had a solo show or anything like that
0: you have enough work for a solo show yet you think
1: mm, i think almost i kind of get yeah maybe almost but then like i i like to i like to try to sell them and give them away because then the ones that might be a year old i get, I get sick of looking at them
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you ever um paying on top of any of your old stuff
1: Right. Yes, but I don't, I, I've done that, but not usually in the way you do it, where you kind of keep some of the stuff behind it to, you know, like make it a part of the piece. For me, it's usually that I have over the piece. whole thing. Yeah, and I don't like it. So I just <laughs> kind of start from scratch.
0: I mean, also some of my stuff is, there's like layers of painting that no one will ever see. Yeah. Especially my, whenever I use, uh, found artwork, mm-hmm. sometimes I mess up on it. I paint right over it, so you never know what's underneath.
1: That's why paint is so awesome. It's the most forgiving medium. Whenever you make a mistake, you can just cover it up,
0: or throw it away,
1: or throw it away.
0: <laughs> I've done that a few times.
1: <laughs> I sometimes sand them down too. If I if I'm painting and I kind of it feels like a state beyond solution, I can sand them down and kind of get a little bit more of an even start.
0: So you're, you're um, what did I say? before doing your artwork now, no, what say? yeah, before, wow, I can't read my own handwriting. No worries. Before doing your work now, what what was your career before? But you already said that. You're an art teacher. Yeah.
1: um, And I, I don't know. I don't know if I really had a career before this. I had a, <laughs> I had a ton of I had a ton of part-time jobs and I would teach and I would work in the service industry. Um, yeah. It was basically just a lot of part-time teaching things and restaurants.
0: When you first started, did you get any negative feedback about being an artist?
1: Um, no. My parents were like always very supportive. So it's, it's not like I, and like you said, you know, they my whole family is kind of, interested in the arts so they were never like you need to become a doctor you need to do this um so no i i haven't i haven't had uh, a lot of negative feedback which is nice
0: even when you post stuff online isn't it mostly pot i mean you gotten any negative feedback when you're posting your stuff or sharing yourself with friends
1: I don't, I don't think so. I mean, sometimes I'll send pictures to friends to ask for advice. You know, if I'm feeling kind of stuck with something to get their opinion. I haven't had any negative comments on social media. Maybe you know, maybe people are having negative comments to themselves, but they're not making them public.
0: But <laughs> like I know when I got, when I started shooting street photography. Mm-hmm. The people like we went to school with said like negative things. Like sometimes like they commented or they Rude. told the person super oh, rude that's like creepy that's weird but then like i didn't care it's like good for you <laughs>
1: you've awesome been around forever yeah you know i think people just like to i don't know people can be rude but <laughs> your stuff is awesome
0: the fun of school and thank you <laughs>
1: so yeah the fun of teenagers
0: that's for sure <laughs> Do you have any art mentors or people you like meet with or
1: um so I have I have some friends who are also artists and also pursue it so I I use them a lot to kind of bounce ideas off of but I also um I use other people too you know I use my sisters I sometimes send them pieces to get opinions um when I was in college, you know, I had really great professors that were extremely helpful. Um, and yeah, they, they were mentors when I was in college. And now I kind of, you know, I don't really have a critique group or anything like that, but I've, I've got pals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where do you find your inspiration from?
1: A lot of it from, I think, from like books mainly just kind of from stories. So like whatever stories can be found in, whether they're books or music or movies or TV shows or poems, you know, I'm kind of really into that idea of story and narrative. Um, So a lot from that, but then also just kind of a lot from Columbia County, you know, like you, I also grew up here and I think it's a really interesting area. Um, It's got a lot of kind of compelling history you know when you read a history book about or when you read a book and you read about like Chatham's first origins it's like all the same last names that are still here today True. um and a lot of the yeah just a lot of the same family so I kind of find that like cycle of time repeating itself really interesting and the the ties to um like the country and rural areas really interesting too.
0: And also, I see your subject matter has a lot to do with, like, with, like your friends, like, people you grew up with, especially mm-hmm. with your uh, high school artwork.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I have, you know, I've got a lot of, a ton of source material from from friends and from family members. And I can message them and be like, do you have any pictures of yourself when you were a kid where you, like, looked kind of weird or <laughs> um, had a funny face in? And I have, you know, my family photo albums I can look back on, too um yeah I think it's kind of interesting doing artwork of this area that also has people from this area
0: and does all your art have um people in it or do you you, like some without people at all
1: I have some without people yeah I, I have some that are just landscapes I it's mainly all landscapes or people I don't really have I don't think I have any interior paintings you know paintings that are not outside
0: since you're an outdoorsy person I guess <laughs>
1: and also because do you up in the
0: country too
1: <laughs> I grew up in the car- country I guess I'm an outdoorsy person but also just drawing interiors is so difficult I don't know if I have the patience for it
0: <laughs> are you working on any projects at the moment or any series
1: um yeah I've got some paintings going on I'm also like during the holiday season, I always feel like slightly stressed because I'm trying to get uh, both commissions done as well as gifts for my own family and friends done. (laughs) So there's always a lot going on in December.
0: Do you ever like make ornaments or like do like, like, uh, like niche type things for the holidays?
1: Mm, I don't know about ornaments because I'm, I'm definitely very, art-wise, I'm a very two-dimensional person. <laughs> I did not flourish well with sculpture or with three dimensions.
0: So you talked about music and painting. Is there any other art, artistic um, avenues you've either, either played with or you still do?
1: Um, I love dancing. I love, you know, Yeah. I I definitely miss dancing in the pandemic and being able to go out and listen to awesome music and have a good time. Um, I love reading. Yeah, I I love I love any kind of like art form with the story, really. But I think art, I think visual art is the only one that I really pursue myself.
0: Have you ever done anything with a camera like doing like video work or photography? Mm -hmm.
1: A little bit, but I mean, with the camera, it's, it is just my phone. I don't have any, phone, <laughs> I don't have any camera other than my phone. Um, but I, I do take a lot of pictures because I, I like to have pictures as reference material to work from. Um, even if I don't have like an idea right in that moment, if I see something kind of interesting, I'll take a picture of it. Um, and video, not quite as much. I have some, but I, I haven't really pursued that as
0: much. Have you taken on a commission before, and how did that go?
1: Yes, i have um i've I've done a good amount of commissions. It goes well you know some i think it's always i always find it tough when I know I'm working like directly for someone and for money, so you kind of get a little bit in your head of it, hoping mm. that it's gonna be okay and that they're gonna like it um but it go it it goes well.
0: Do you have any work in any public collection where people can see it?
1: I have a piece right now that's in the Berkshire Museum. Um, And I think that is up until it's some, it it went up in October and it's gonna come down at some point in January. But I'm not even, I haven't seen it in person yet because I I don't even know if they let people from New York into Massachusetts really right (laughs) now. That's true, yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: How did you pick your style of art, the realistic?
1: Um I don't I don't really know how I chose it. I think it's just kind of that's that's what started happening. You know, I, I like to do realistic, but not too much. Like I don't I don't do a photo realistic style or anything like that, you know, like Chuck Close's huge paintings. I'm not I'm not trying to make a painting look exactly like a photo, but I do find it easier when I have some sort of representation in there when I know a person's a person and I know a tree is a tree I feel like that kind of like helps me tell a story a little more
0: So, you all your pieces trying to tell a story of some sort
1: of, of some sort I think not exactly more of like tell a story but more kind of like like a a half second into a story, you know, where you might not know exactly what's happening or a beginning or an end. It's it's not like a, a puzzle you have to solve or anything, but more it's just like, kind of like a blink into a moment.
0: Are you still learning or are you still doing like research? Oh, to learn yeah. Yeah
1: totally yeah I'm, I'm always learning and always trying to i'm also always just kind of relearning things that i was too impatient to really do properly when i was younger <laughs> and like only just now really heeding the advice of
0: do you have a routine or a schedule i mean since you're a teacher you have to have some sort of routine
1: yeah but when it um, comes to
0: your art practice do you have a routine
1: Mm, it depends it depends on like the time of year and everything um because I'm definitely very naturally more of a nighttime person I I prefer to work in the evenings and like work into really late hours of the night and then to wake up really late um so that definitely feels more natural to me but you're right, right now, because of school, I don't get to do that. <laughs> so I've been trying to make use of the daytime more and to stay awake enough so that I don't pass out as soon as school is over.
0: Have you ever worked with any brands like Nike, for example? I mean, not, Nike's a big
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've worked for Nike.
0: <laughs> have you ever like, worked for like, um, a company before? Like yeah. The commission um,
1: thing? There's a, I'm struggling to remember their name. There's a, a beer company in Massachusetts that's. Oh, it was, they're called salt, Saltbox box something. Let me see if I can look it up. I think they were, they were somewhere in, in Western Mass, maybe Sheffield. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on their name, but it, it was, <laughs> it was a beer company in Western Massachusetts that I like did one label for.
0: And how did that process go? If you remember
1: it. What I was referred to by a friend I went to college with, um, and it was so. It was just so different than than painting normally. It, it, it was really hard not to, you know, get up all in my head, know that this is for a brand, for a company. Um, so you know, it's definitely fun, but definitely, I'm I'm not a business person, so I sure. found I found that part a little more tricky. Yeah,
0: you know, most I don't think many artists are very business oriented.
1: You're very business oriented, though. You seem that's super true, yeah. into business.
0: I mean, but for the most part, the stereotypical artist isn't very into business.
1: Yeah, that's why the stereotypical artist is like the starving artist.
0: Starving artist, yep. Have you done any free work that's gotten you in the door somewhere?
1: Um.
0: Or have you done like a lot of free work before?
1: I don't. I don't know if I've done a lot of free work. I mean, I guess because I'm not. You know, I. Since I do oil painting, it's not like I do design work or something where I can really be freelanced easily. So I've done paintings that I've given away, but it, it's typically more like here's a painting for a family or a friend, not I'll do a design for a company like to, to get ahead, <laughs> to get noticed.
0: Are you working on any projects at the moment?
1: Um, I have a painting going on at the moment. You can see it, but no one listening will be able to see it.
0: <laughs> but
1: funny. yeah, I've got some paintings going on, but I think they're more of, I don't have like a big, um, like one year project or like six months from now, this is what's going to happen. Anything going on right now.
0: And I noticed by a lot of your paintings, it's very summer related. Yeah, I guess you love the summer more than the winter. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I definitely love the summer more than the winter. And I also think it's I don't know, so many elements of summer are more interesting to me. You know, like you think of it as like that vacation time, that break between school years, like very carefree, kind of less authority, you know, as a child watching over your shoulder, you're able to get away with a little more. outside I think you know it's got all of the greenery the sun sets so late you know right now it's it's super gray it's not very bright out right now um and in summer you know there's still light out at like 8 9 p.m so yeah I find that really interesting and fun to work with.
0: Have you done any other seasons?
1: Um (laughs) I don't know I don't think so I'm like looking around trying to think No, they're like they're all very summery. You know, all the all the trees got leaves on them.
0: Maybe I should check out. Is that anything fall related?
1: No, I don't. They're all green leaves. (laughs) No color. No color. No reds or oranges, just green.
0: Have you ever challenged yourself in doing like using like one color or like stuff like that? Yes. Just black and white.
1: So I haven't done like black and white, but I've definitely done some like more limited palette paintings where I'll have only, you know, I'll work with only four colors um, and you know, try to make it a fully flourished color painting, but just everything mixed from those four colors.
0: Do you have any questions for me?
1: Um, when did when did you start painting and what got you into painting?
0: I most creative people, we've always were like born creative, like I used to build in Legos, mm-hmm. I used to, um, my parents were very, like, um, what's the Word. Like, like your parents were very, like, helpful like very artistic, mm-hmm. and, like, you'd always have, like, a drawer of art supplies. Yeah. <laughs> and how I got into painting more seriously recently was, I think, two years ago now. I mean, I've been doing it for two. I just started with my slashes one night, I was bored. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to sit in front of my computer, so mm-hmm. I went into the other room, started doing slashes, and then it grew from there.
1: And you also seem to, like, you know, center a lot of your work around Columbia County. What do you find interesting about it?
0: I mean, most of my work is abstract, and it just comes from here.
1: Just your head. <laughs> yeah.
0: I haven't, there's a few paintings that I've done. I took a class at the um, art school um, in Ghent, mm-hmm. and one of the assignments was to take a picture of a location and then to bring it into the class and paint it mm-hmm. i did um a few of those but uh, and then there's a big painting in my studio that i'm still working on that's um a view of my yard but yeah most of the, my, my inspiration for my abstract is in my head
1: mm-hmm. i mean it's so very like,
0: landscaping so what
1: about for your photos
0: my, my photos, it's just all of Columbia County for the most part. <laughs> yeah. All the back roads. and That's the fun part about Columbia County is you go on a back road and you'll see this amazing view or in this cool abandoned building.
1: Yeah. No, it's definitely got really cool spots. Do
0: you ever drive around for your inspiration?
1: I don't, I don't drive around for inspiration, but like sometimes I will be driving. Like sometimes I'll, you know, I'll be driving with Steve and he'll be driving and I'll be like, oh, can you slow down or can you stop so I can get a picture of this?
0: Have you done any, uh, plein air painting?
1: Mm, Not really. That's actually something that, if ideally we can get back into school. I'm hoping to do that with my students in the spring when it's like nice out because I do think plein air painting is pretty cool but I haven't done a ton of it myself.
0: Have you done any like plein air sketching like sending like your camera with you you take your sketch pad with you and draw what you see?
1: Yeah I've done some of that yeah I've done I've done drawing outside. It's a little easier than like Pulling out an easel.
0: <laughs> a whole painting kit. With yeah, you.
1: exactly.
0: You got to save your, um, your stand. You got to set up your painting. I know, right? With the sketchbook, you just have your book and a pencil.
1: Exactly. You can use whatever you've got on hand.
0: Or you can use your like, iPad now. There's like drawing apps.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't have a drawing, like a tablet or anything. But I I am interested in that. Because I, I do think that would be pretty neat.
0: Have you ever done any um, computer art, like, um, like on a I, pad or on computer?
1: I haven't done computer art for any finished pieces, but sometimes I like play around with collaging on the computer to kind of get, um, you know, get kind of a plan out.
0: Didn't um, what's his name, David Hockney, do stuff like that?
1: I don't know. I'm not sure if he did.
0: Like collaging, different things.
1: Maybe. Or on the computer.
0: Uh, and I think, and also, like, you need to mix, like, mixed media stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm not positive, though.
0: I've been watching a few um, like documentaries on artists, like, recently.
1: <laughs> oh, you have any ones you really like?
0: Um, I like Basquiat, and I like... Oh, nice. Um, uh george kondo mm-hmm.
1: um
0: i love george kondo stuff <laughs> and then an artist who i really want to meet since i know he lives locally is um what's his name um Krudsen is the last name he's a photographer he does um those million dollar yeah. like, movie sets
1: yeah i've seen those he lives locally
0: and he lives over the border
1: wow that's cool yeah, his his stuff is really neat.
0: Like how, how like it's like a movie in a single shot. Like,
1: I know. Yeah, they're so they're neat. really interesting.
0: I can never do something like that. <laughs>
1: you should hit him up. See if you can talk to him.
0: I'd be a good interview. I, yeah. I have a few big names I want to interview still.
1: Oh yeah? Who <laughs> are you trying to get?
0: Um Jack Shear. Okay. Um Jack Shaman.
1: Uh-huh. Who,
0: who do I have? I have questions just for them. <laughs> Jack Shaman, Jack Shear, and then um, Carrie Haddad in Hudson.
1: Oh, nice.
0: And there's a bunch of other artists around here that are big names. Oh, about.
1: yeah. Well, best of luck to you.
0: Thanks. Have you ever been a mentee to anybody?
1: You mean like mentored people?
0: Yeah. Have you mentored people? Um, Sign your students.
1: I probably not aside from my students. I I was an assistant in college too, so I I had like, um, for painting classes, I would drop in and I would have hours where students could come and get my advice and everything. And sometimes I've had them like post graduating message me and ask for mm-hmm. advice on whether it's like working with mediums or varnishes or specific paint brands.
0: What school do you work with? Mm -hmm. Right
1: now, I work for Albany Academy. Mm
0: -hmm. And has it always been online, or have you gone there and taught?
1: No, it was in person, and we just went remote very recently. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you like remote better, since you you can do your own thing, or do you like being there?
1: I like being in person better, but I, I think that it's smart to go remote when you need to go remote, because <laughs> I think, you know, art class works so well in person when you can build a great atmosphere and environment, but I think public health is much more important.
0: <laughs> True. And also, once when, when you're there, you can, like, see the detail in somebody's work.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And looking at pictures online. It like, can be a um, lot more
1: helpful to be in class, person for that. Yeah.
0: Though it was this weekend, Art Basil had their um, Miami um, online preview. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can see that stuff in person. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's much different seeing art in person. Like going to a museum.
1: Yeah. Like
0: uh, my show, Mm -hmm. a few people said, Wow, your work is more interesting in person than it is seen in 2D.
1: Or when people always get really shocked that the Mona Lisa is much smaller than they expect.
0: All the pictures of a million people standing behind the fence. Mm-hmm. And a Mona Lisa like this big.
1: I actually saw something cool in that they're auctioning off. Um they they're having an auction and the person who bids the highest gets to see the Mona Lisa in person, like as they're taking it off for cleaning. Like so with without the glass or anything. They just get to like be alone with it and look at it. That's cool. Yeah. I think they're up to like ten thousand dollars or something (laughs) probably more by now
0: how often do you go to museums i mean i know now it's a bit hard but how often do you like go visit art like artists maybe or go visit Um, museums i
1: like to i like to go look at the galleries in hudson i like to go to museums i love mass mocha um i love the school in kinderhook um so i like to get to those when i can
0: have you gone to any on the openings at the um in Hudson, or do you go just when there's not a big crowd
1: i I guess I usually go when there's not a big
0: crowd <laughs> <laughs> so you're more an introvert than an extrovert
1: I don't know about that I think also usually since i I've worked in restaurants and I've worked also in jobs where I wouldn't get home until a little bit later. sometimes the openings just didn't line up with my schedule that's true, yeah. So I have to wait for a weekend or
0: something. Did you go to the Andy Warhol and Basquiat show?
1: Yeah, I did. That was really that was cool. So cool.
0: That building is my favorite um, gallery in Columbia County.
1: It's a really cool one. It, yeah, it's it's really neat that something like that is here.
0: Especially the inside has yeah. left some of the walls um, like original. Ne- yeah, ne- it's thing. really
1: cool. Yeah, like even even aside from the artwork itself, the building's really neat.
0: What are some of your um, art goals or your dreams?
1: I'd love to have a solo show at one point. Um, I think that's that's a goal of mine. That's a like within the within the next ten years goal. Um, hopefully, within the next five years, but we'll see. Hmm. Um, and then I'd also this is a little different than than exactly what I'm doing now. But I'd also love to illustrate a book that, that's definitely in one of my career goals.
0: Have you talked to um, Jackie Rogers?
1: No, I haven't. <laughs> mean, I love her stuff. Too. Yeah, it would be.
0: Since she's done a lot of books.
1: Uh-huh. I remember her coming into art classes in like elementary school.
0: I am mean, a good person to interview too. Yeah. Not that She lives in Columbia County.
1: Yeah. Ch-ch-
0: have you ever worked for an artist before like being um like not, an a mento- not a mentee but like an assistant
1: no i haven't um i haven't done that i think that would be int- i think you would learn a lot doing that uh, a lot of the more kind of really technical things about art like stretching you know stretching canvases which I I know how to do but not exceptionally well (laughs) Um, so kind of a lot of those kind of more building behind the scenes things would would be yeah I think you get a lot out of that job but I haven't been an assistant no
0: have you ever made a book or a zine before or have you ever been a part of one
1: no, I have not made a book or a, I haven't made a zine. I think this is a little different than what you're talking about, but I've, I've made like little books before, like little children's books. I used to nanny. So I, I made like a little book about her and her um, her little rabbit stuffed animal and going mm-hmm. on adventures together.
0: Have you ever um, been published anywhere like in a magazine or an online publication?
1: Yes. I want to say yes. Let me think. I feel like I have, but there's, I'm trying to remember. I've been in online shows and I've, I've been on some, uh, sorry, I'm looking at my resume. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I had a piece of mine that was, um, on the chronograms website. I was pretty happy about that.
0: That's a big magazine around here. Yeah. I love the chronogram.
1: Um, and then I've been in like little, little zines and stuff for college, but I haven't designed my own one of those.
0: Do you collect art as well?
1: no but that's something I've I've been interested in and I think that's also something that you generally become more interested in as you get older and you have more income at your disposal for that yeah, that's true um, but that is something I'm interested in you know I've started to keep an eye on some of my favorite artists to see when they're doing print releases and everything um, to to get some pieces that are a bit more affordable
0: have you ever traded before? like oh here's, a, here's one of my paintings for a painting
1: mm, I don't I don't, th- I don't think I've traded, but I've definitely had moments with friends where I'm like, oh, I really like that drawing, and they're like, take it, and, you know, same <laughs> vice versa.
0: Or a non nudge. oh, I like your painting.
1: Yeah. A <laughs> 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 little informal.
0: <laughs> the famous saying, I could do that, how do you feel when people say that?
1: Um, like about art?
0: Yeah, about art. Like, say you go to a museum and the kid next to you says, oh, I can do that.
1: Well, if they can do that, then they should do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, see how they feel about it. I think just because something, I don't know, just because something's doable doesn't make it less less cool or less important.
0: How I hear that quote is, like, me being an art, me, me, me being, like, a painter and a photographer is, like, yes, photography is easy. In a sense, it's easy. The idea is to push a button anyone Mm -hmm. can do that
1: but it's (laughs) having
0: the eye and the ability to do it a million times
1: Mm -hmm. that makes you
0: an artist in my opinion yeah like yes you can paint a a Jackson Pollock anyone could but Mm -hmm. try doing a million of those
1: Mm -hmm. yeah maybe it's similar to cooking where it's like you know anyone can follow a recipe but that doesn't mean that anyone can kind of come up with a recipe of their own and know how to tweak it and know how to make it exceptional.
0: Have you ever thought about quitting or giving up?
1: Mm, No, I felt more confident, I think, in the past year or two. I used to wonder about kind of switching up my career goals, but every single thing I have an interest in is like very equally unlucrative. You know, sometimes I'll think, ugh, oh, like, I need to find a career that, like, has some guaranteed money in it. And then I'll be like, maybe I'll open a bookstore or maybe I'll become an author or maybe I'll do this. And they're just all equally notorious for not really making a ton of money. <laughs> it
0: doesn't take many years to be, like, a full-time artist anyway. If you yeah. you yourself.
1: Yeah. And I I don't think I would ever, I don't know if I'd ever be interested in being a full-time artist. I think I, I like working with people a little bit too much. I think if I was a full-time artist, I would go a little bit crazy.
0: (laughs) So you like, you, you like teaching and being a teacher?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like teaching.
0: Does your mood affect your work?
1: Ooh, um, maybe. I don't know, because I feel like, you know, you get into a certain state of mind when you're working anyway. Um, So I think my mood might affect like the planning of it, you know, kind of how I want it to look like. But as I'm painting, it it doesn't affect it, whether whether I'm happy or mad or sad or whatever, as I'm going about it. I don't know if it affects like the quality or how it's turning out, Um, but maybe it affects kind of how it starts.
0: Do you create every day, even if it's a sketch or two?
1: I'm I'm less of a sketcher and more of a like kind of working on on finished pieces. So I, I don't do a ton of sketching. I do a lot of my planning on the computer. Um, sometimes I'll sketch it out, um, or I'll like do some writing about it. More of like writing about ideas and moods and tones that I want to work with, less than. Um, doing sketches of it I, I try to paint every day doesn't happen every day
0: but how many print, uh, how many pieces do you work on usually at once
1: it's usually usually I'd say like two it's usually a piece that I need to do that I have a deadline for and then a piece that's like I'm doing to procrastinate procrastinate working on that actual
0: piece <laughs> Have there been any mistakes you've made and have you learned from them?
1: Um, I, I think there's been mistakes, not like huge, like huge mistakes that have cost me anything large, just more like mistakes where I'm like, oh, I should have like done more careful planning. Now this feels like a total waste. And I spent hours and hours working on this one part when I should have done something different from the get-go and now I feel like I want to just paint all over it after spending weeks on it.
0: What shows, have, did you have any Chatham shows?
1: I had a piece in... Um,
0: Weren't we in a show together, like, years and years ago? At the, um, and Drew?
1: I don't know. I was in, I had a piece in um, Brian show in Scott Pine show there um, <laughs> last year, or maybe I think it was last year. I don't know if I've had another piece in there. I had a piece in the, the art school, of Columbia County, the one you were talking about in Ghent. Um, I don't think I had another piece in that Chatham Gallery. I had some pieces in Connecticut.
0: Okay. My archive's in a box. I, I keep all my <laughs> uh, show stuff. Or, nice. Very organized. In a box.
1: <laughs> Very organized. Semi. Very semi-organized.
0: <laughs> Is there any other mediums you want to um, play with more?
1: Um, I kind of want to do more drawing rather than just painting. Um, and I'm also, I'm inter- I do have some interest in those those mediums that kind of can show drawing and painting, like things like embroidery and stuff that you can kind of get those more representational figures and forms out of. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not a very three-dimensional person. Um, I remember my professor was very concerned with how accident-prone I was. <laughs> um, but I – yeah, there, there's some, like, untraditional materials, like like fabric and, and things like that that maybe I'll play around with someday.
0: And are your paintings on canvas or board?
1: More recently, they've been on board. But I, I've I've got plenty on canvas.
0: Do you ever paint on paper, like, keep it for yourself or, like, have a stack of paper paintings?
1: I'm um, – not often because I I always get nervous the papers just kind of buckle and get all wrinkly, so I don't that's have true. a ton of that.
0: A cool thing I've seen recently that I wanna play with first is the um there's a rug gun, like how people make rug designs.
1: Oh, that's it's super gu- cool. It's
0: like a gun, it's so cool looking.
1: Nice. That's all yeah, rug design is really interesting. Like it's interesting how rugs are one of those things that can like can be so high quality you know it's like rug collectors almost
0: I guess, and it's, um, it, 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 what do they call it the turkish rugs
1: yeah and it's kind of cool to go shopping for rugs um like it almost feels like you're at a gallery or something how they're all hung down like curtains you know and you kind of pull through them
0: where do you get your materials from
1: um usually from either blick or the chatham bookstore <laughs>
0: any more questions for me
1: um why did you decide to get into podcasting
0: um i think it's for fun and then also to help me get better at talking to people and also something to do and also we can't really talk to each other in person really so yeah true
1: true You get a little more, like, a little more social than you can otherwise get during a pandemic.
0: I mean, I work in a grocery store, so I talk to people there all the time.
1: Oh, do you work at um, the Hawthorne Valley one? Yes. Cool.
0: It's it's crazy busy sometimes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I bet. I remember months ago, I went to go shopping there, and there was a line out the door, I (laughs) turned around. (laughs)
0: I had a show there, and since, like, Columbia County's very, like, art a lot, a lot of artists, mm-hmm. um, there's a few um, big name, name and, like, medium name artists that come in there, and mm-hmm. one guy named um, who I'd like to interview, actually, is um, Blair Thurman. He bought one of my pieces.
1: Ooh, very cool.
0: He does, um, what do you do? like, wall, I don't know what do you call them. Like wall paintings almost, in a way. Like, like murals? Like, cool. And he also does like neon. He, he's, a, he's a very big-name artist. And very you wouldn't cool. recognize him. You, you wouldn't um, tell he's an artist. He dresses yeah. very like down. He always has an orange hat on.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Well, thank you for being on my podcast.
1: Thank you, Zach. It was an honor.
0: <laughs> and then I'll put all your links to anything you want below. For people to follow
1: you. Very nice. See you later. I hope you have a good rest of your night. You too. Bye. Bye.